Welcome to the Pathway to Paradise podcast, a personal development podcast designed to help you to heal, grow, and connect to your soul. I'm your host, Kayla Parody, and here we simplify the spiritual through authentic conversations that guide you to your soul's purpose. Let's get started. Hey, Angel, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. I hope you're ready to tune in and just drink in the goodness of today's healing episode because it's going to be a transformation. Today's episode is all about surrender and setting yourself free from your pain stories. I want to teach you how to let go of your pain and suffering by learning how to identify and then let go of the stories that attach you to your trauma. Take a deep breath with me and relax. Know that you're safe here. We aren't going to be diving into the specifics around trauma or triggers. So you can rest assured that this episode isn't going to leave you feeling ripped open. This episode is going to gently open your eyes into seeing what you've been holding that it's now time to let go of. I've created this episode today specifically because my guides told me it was time. There was a lot of what I call collective upgrades. There's a lot of that going on right now, which really just means that we're moving through a series of emotional and energetic activations as humanity. And this takes place during specific points in time, and has a lot to do with astrological alignments, as well as the energy of the earth, sun, moon, and other planets. Right now, so much of what we're moving through is the energy of release and surrender so that we can create anew. We are in active rebirth energies. This is a really powerful time. So grab whatever you need, a tea, your journal, and let's dive in. Okay, so first off, what is a pain story? Well, our minds are great and creative storytellers. When we go through an experience that is traumatic or causes us pain in some way, our mind will create a story around it. It might frame someone or something as an antagonist or a bad guy, painting you as either the victim or the hero. And although this provides a temporary satisfaction and maybe a soothing of the soul, in time, you will discover that it ties you to your pain. And that pain story will then pull you down to the depths of the sea of suffering and keep you stuck there. And if you've experienced this, you know what it feels like. It can be super intense. My pain stories come up all the time. There are often patterns or themes of neglect, rejection, and abandonment that come up for me. And when I first started to notice these pain stories, which happened, I I noticed them by staying in the role of the observer. So like separating myself from my ego within the pain story itself I realized that these stories just kept recreating themselves in different ways. And for a while, I thought I should find the origin of these pain stories so that I could heal them and move on. 
But in time, I recognized that the origins didn't really matter. And then I think this is the place where a lot of people get hung up. They think that they have to figure it out first. And then they spend so much time and so much energy analyzing it that they forget how to move forward. And sometimes it can be really helpful to figure out where the wound came from. But other times you can spend so much energy trying to analyze like why you feel rejected when your friend says she can't hang out today and connect it to that thing that happened when you were five. And by the time you do that, you're like, now what? And you don't have the energy to move forward. So eventually I realized that even if I did discover what I thought the origins were, that in and of itself would really just be an idea anyways. And for all I know, these pain stories could be simply inherited and amplified over time karmically. So whatever idea I had around my pain story would only serve to enhance it or give it more power, which was the opposite of what I wanted to experience. So then the goal then became to instead free myself from these pain stories and create a new freedom story, even if I had to do it every single day. And I decided to focus on reclaiming my power and pulling my power back in from all of those experiences that may have occurred either in my past or maybe my parents' or grandparents' pasts or maybe even my past lives. I wanted to work towards soul retrieval so that I could feel empowered in my life. We all have to learn how to free ourselves from our pain stories because the truth is that we all have the opportunity to be free. And as painful as your experience may have been or continues to be, you always have the power to free yourself mentally. And this is done by creating a new story of empowerment, strength, and freedom. And you have to use your imagination to captivate yourself into living for you and your happiness. And if you've been living at the bottom of the sea of suffering for most of your life, and generations before you have been as well, then you have to get exceptionally creative with the story that you tell yourself. So before we get deeper into this, I want you to recognize that we all have pain stories. These pain stories are unique to each and every one of us, but they usually have a theme or a pattern. Take a moment right now just to acknowledge that you have some stories cycling around in your brain right now that you think are justifying the reasons why you don't feel as happy as you could, but these stories are holding you back even if they're true. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that your pain stories aren't real. They're real and they're especially real to you because you're the one who went through them. But you don't have to hold your pain stories forever and you don't have to give them all of your power either. In fact, if you learn to give more power to your freedom stories instead of your pain stories, you will experience a massive shift in healing in your life. Okay, so to create a freedom story, 
it has to do five things. All right. It has to, number one, it has to mean something to you that's worth fighting for. And I say worth fighting for because your pain story will come in and try to override your freedom story. And you have to have a reason to come back to something that you're fighting for. Okay. Number two, your freedom story has to bring you somewhere. And it has to be anchored into a desired future. It has to elevate you and your life in some way. Another component of your freedom story is that it has to have new actions and behaviors that create a pattern interrupt in your life. Pattern interrupt has been such a big theme with my clients that I've been working with this month. And we're going to be talking more about that in just a little bit, but that it's a key component to your freedom story. It has to have a pattern interrupt that involves new actions, new behaviors to change up your energy. Okay. Next thing, it has to provide you with something that you can celebrate. Something that provides you with a sense of safety and comfort, whether that's tied to money or financial gain or a new environment, there has to be some type of reward for you that allows you to feel fully held within that vision or within that freedom story narrative. And finally, your freedom story has to give you the emotional feeling that frees you from your pain stories. And in order to find out what that emotional feeling is, you have to discover the emotional opposite of your pain story And use that desired feeling to serve you as your guide to what is in alignment for you and what is not. Okay? So we all have an inner narrator that speaks to us all the time. And in meditation practice, we often hear how the key is to surrender into presence. And this tends to be when the inner narrator is the loudest. And I believe this is why so many people struggle with meditation. If you take a moment in meditation or even just during your day-to-day functions to listen to this inner narrator, you will often hear quite clearly how and when this voice is speaking from pain. A lot of us unconsciously let that inner narrator run the show, creating these pain stories around every single thing that happens in our lives. And we have to learn how to train that inner narrator to reinforce freedom stories that get us seeing our world in a new way. I was actually just speaking to a client about this last week. She messaged me and she said, I finally understand now why I'm feeling the way that I feel. I need to change the way I've been talking to myself inside my mind. I haven't been having any patience with myself or with others. I'm always talking bad in my mind. I can't stand having people around me. I have to change it. And I know that there are so many people listening right now that can relate to that story in some way. Now more than ever, this skill of learning how to create a freedom story is exceptionally important so that we can break free from our suffering and create a better world, not just for us, but for generations to come. And our mind 
creates these pain stories because it wants to make our pain mean something. Let that land. Hear that again. Our mind creates these pain stories because it wants to make our pain mean something. It's like a form of mental processing that essentially says, there must be a reason why I feel this way. And the mind will create this sort of logic pattern that says, I feel this way because the world is unfair to me. And here's proof of that. And also here and also here. Then it snowballs and literally becomes all we experience. Our mind acts as an interface for what we are experiencing. It's very similar to a filter or a screen. I like to think of it as a computer. If you're on your computer and you're typing something out and you're looking at the screen, what you see are your words filling up the page. Behind that screen are programs, software, coding, and functions that allow the words to fill up on the blank screen as you hit each button on the keyboard. And without the programs, software, coding, and functions, the computer wouldn't work. You could type or hit those keys on the keyboard, but you wouldn't see anything on the screen. It would just be black. So if the mind acts as the screen or interface, our thoughts are the programs, software, coding, and functions. A lot of us are allowing viruses to run within our programming that are creating distortions within our screen of reality. And it's up to us to clean it up and to learn how to create new programs by designing new belief systems or freedom stories that lead us towards empowerment. So let's talk about how we actually do this. How do we create new freedom stories? I spoke earlier about the five components that we need for our, our freedom stories, but how do we actually do this? When we are working to captivate the inner imagination, we are working with the limbic system, which is our emotional brain function. This is directly tied to our nervous system and affects our emotional regulation process. And in order to create a new freedom story, we have to incorporate this function, which means we have to work with the brain-body-emotional connection. And a lot of times, this means creating a pattern interrupt inside of our behavior that impacts our brain activity. This is done by creating a freedom story. So to create a new freedom story, we have to, number one, activate the imagination. Number two, move the body. And number three, amplify the emotional feeling. By activating the imagination, we automatically encourage the mind to get thinking of things in a new way, which is the initial activation of a pattern interrupt. I have been using this technique successfully with a lot of my clients, and it usually works best with the help of a mentor or a coach or someone else to bounce your ideas off of so you get thinking in a different way. The key here is to try to look at your situation or story from a new angle, usually by challenging the narrative. When I do this for my clients or even just for myself, it's really about taking the dominant storyline and just turning it right on its head, saying things like, what if it didn't have to be that way? 
or what if there's an easier way of doing this? Sprinkling in that little bit of optimistic curiosity is usually all it takes to get the imagination flowing. Next, we have to move the body to create a new flow of energy. This sends a mix of hormones and chemicals to the brain that literally affect our brain chemistry. And when we move our body immediately after we shift our perspective, we are not only exercising our physical body, we are exercising our mind. And this quite literally enforces the concept of thinking outside of the box. And by adding in the movement, our body corresponds to this new way of thinking with taking action, which is always a good thing. Now, finally, we want to amplify the new emotional state or feeling that connects us to the story. So you can do this by inserting a new narrative that is in alignment with what you want to experience. So let me paint you a little picture of how to put this into action using an example. Imagine that you had developed a habit of eating your feelings anytime you felt stressed. Hard day at work? you're taking an extra slice of pizza. Feeling lonely at night, you grab the ice cream. Kids driving you nuts, you snack until you feel soothed. Now, let's say you get to a point where you've had enough of this pattern of behavior and all the stories that come with it, like, I keep gaining weight, I have no self-control, I just love food. Those stories are associated with your pain stories in some way whether it's connected to those times as a kid that your parents were fighting and you took to food to distract you from what was going on, or maybe it's even something that your mom or your mom's mom did to cope with something that they went through that you don't even know about, but they ended up passing it down to you. Who knows the origin at this point? It doesn't even matter. We just want it gone. So following the steps that I've outlined above, Instead of digging into where the stories come from and why they're there, I want you to think about designing a new freedom story to replace your pain story. Incorporate the five elements that we spoke about in the beginning, which are give it meaning, make it elevate your life in some way, create a pattern interrupt in your life, associate it with some type of reward and identify the emotional feeling that frees you from your pain stories. So I would encourage you to dig into those components instead of digging into your past and exploring where the pain comes from and why, unless that feels like the empowering thing to do. A lot of the time though, like I said, that will just give your pain story more power and it won't end up moving you forward in the long run. So coming back to the overeating example, why do you want to create a freedom story for this? How can you make it mean something? Why is it important to you to stop overeating? What would it look like if you stopped? What's an action or behavior you can do that would interrupt the pattern of overeating? What would the reward be if you let go of this pain story? How would that feel? What's the emotion? Then you want to put into place the three steps of 
implementing your freedom story by activating the imagination, moving the body, and amplifying the emotional feeling. The next time you're faced with that uncomfortable emotion or stress trigger and you find yourself reaching for an extra snack, activate the imagination to start thinking differently. Like, what if this event at work today didn't have an impact on me? What would it look like if I actually didn't stress about it and it didn't affect me? Just ask the questions. The ego will kick back and say things like, but it does stress me out and it's not fair and blah, blah, blah. Just keep using the imagination to challenge the narrative. If I wasn't so stressed about this work thing, what would I be doing instead? If this trigger had no power over me, what kind of snack would I be reaching for instead? If I truly loved myself and wanted better for me, How could I handle this stress in a healthy way? As soon as you start to have a bit of momentum with that, start moving the body in a new way. Using this example, it could be as simple as closing the fridge or walking to another room or getting up and brushing your teeth. But honestly, as soon as you have won that head battle by using your imagination to think differently, If you can take one little action in a new direction, you've already done a huge amount of the work in reprogramming your new freedom story into your mind. Finally, you can really secure your freedom story by amplifying the feeling. Try saying something out loud to encourage yourself, whether it's a simple, you go girl, or maybe you have a new affirmation that goes along with it, like, You're not lonely anymore because you've learned how to love yourself. This is how it's done. This is how you create new freedom stories that allow you to let go of your pain. Now, remember, you are not alone. And if you want to create change in your life, if you want to heal and feel better, get the support that you need. Get someone in your corner that will work with you to help you to secure that emotional and energetic state that you're looking to create. We are not meant to do these things alone. That's why getting the help of a coach or a mentor is so beneficial. I can't even count the amount of times in my life that I've made a change for the better. And it all came down to the fact that someone else saw something in me or they believed in me in some way. And I know some of you listening know exactly what I'm talking about. It wasn't until that one person said, hey, you would be good at that, or I could see you doing that, or even just complimented you or saw something in you that maybe you couldn't see. It's so activating. Right now, I have a special, and it's an offer to help you exactly with exactly what we've been talking about today. It's called my subconscious reprogramming for success package. In this package, we work together using the processes that I've covered in today's episode, as well as other tools like reprogramming meditations and affirmations, visualization exercises and power scripts to bring about the change that you truly want and need in your life. Included, you get three monthly one-on-one sessions with me 
plus additional support tools to create massive transformation in your life. And if this is something that you feel like would be perfect for you, reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is pathway2.paradise or you can message me on Facebook and we can chat some more about what this looks like and how to get started. You can also find a link to book the subconscious reprogramming for success package using the link in the show notes. I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. If so, please remember to share it out with the world. Reach out to me with your feedback. I always love hearing from you. It truly lights me up. Thank you so much for being a part of this community and for tuning in. Before I go, I also want to let you know that on the date that this episode airs, I have a special certification program taking place called the Card Reader Course. In this four-day live immersion course, I will teach you the intuitive work ethic and leadership skills to become a successful card reader that makes money doing the work that she loves. It's not too late to join us. Over the course of the four days, we will be meeting together on live calls to learn the modules, practice, and answer questions. And at the end of the four days, you will be awarded with a certificate as a card reader, which is so exciting. Card reading has been such a healing way for me to connect with people and grow my business. And I can't wait to share the magic of card reading with more people, especially those of you who know you're here to make the world a better place whether that begins with your self-healing or helping friends and family, starting your sole purpose business, or even just adding to whatever it is that you already offer in your sessions. Like I said, it's not too late to join us because you have unlimited access to the replay so you can watch the training at any time that works for you if this is something that you want to do. You can find the links for the card reader course in the show notes below. And if you have any questions at all, you know where to find me. Thanks again for hanging out with me today, and I will catch you back here next week for another episode of the Pathway to Paradise podcast. Hey, Angel, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it out into the world. Take a screenshot, share it on your socials or with a friend, or even better, leave a five-star review. My mission with this podcast is to help as many women as possible to become empowered in their soul purpose dreams, and your support helps me help others. Thank you for being here, and I will see you again next week.